Hi, this is Tim Krolski. You've gotten to know some of Garner's folks personally through my podcast. Now it's time for you to hear about the ever-changing things happening in the trucking industry. From regulations to technology to customers and the daily life of a trucker, it's time to hear from the folks on the road and the people off the road who provide support. What will your perspective be? Will you agree with the thoughts of others? Find out when you come with me on Garner Trucking's Beyond the Cab. Hello and welcome back to Beyond the Cab. I'm your host, Tim Krolski, and today I have the very special honor of having two guests with me. Uh, We're going to discuss the topic of customer service today, and, and for Garner Trucking, that is twofold. We have the customer that pays the bills and we have the customer that is behind the wheel. So I've got two very important people today. I have Kim Fredericks, who is our CSR, and I also have Audrey Wingate, who is our HR assistant. So from two different worlds, we're going to have some discussion regarding customer service. Welcome, ladies. Hello. (laughs) So to get the discussion started, there were some things that I really started to think about in terms of customer service and what are what are some of the attitudes that we employ here? What are some of the disciplines that we have at Garner um, that uh, that both apply to our our customer and to our drivers? And I, I think first and foremost with this, you you have to take a whole company approach. You you invest in great people and then treat them well. Uh, make that customer experience a part of your your company's culture, and just keep kind of rinse and repeat with that sort of sentiment. Uh, the customer service side of things, and Kim, I know you'll agree with this. Good equipment, good technology. So for our drivers, good equipment out on the road, both trucks and trailers, and equipment they can depend on. But from an internal perspective, and what drivers don't get to see is um, the dollars and cents that we put behind the technology. You know, both with our software company, um, how we communicate with our customers, uh, the the internet, and and all of the different things that we have to do behind the scenes. Um, keeping standards high and response times low, that's always real real paramount in both extremes again with your drivers. They need that information. They need it now. And at the same time, so do our customers. There's a very high demand for information in, in the world we live in today. And we want to make our customers feel important, give customers more than they expect. Um, I want to kind of stop with my list right there a little bit only because – I'd like to get your perspective, and Kim, I'm going to start with you today. What does customer service mean? What What's your definition of that? My definition is um, providing someone to listen to when a customer is not satisfied with our service because really we provide a service. There's no product. There's no tangible thing. So we really need to make sure we provide high excellent service and that entails listening following up on things you know just really letting them know we're here right being on time that's another Mm -hmm. another thing the customer appreciates too well and follow-up is i i want to say one of my biggest things because if you tell a customer one i'll call you back in a couple hours even if you don't have any answer or resolution call them back that is one of my pet peeves even if you like at the end of the day you've not heard anything about how something's going to be fixed call and say hey just want you to know I'm still working on it it looks like it ain't going to get taken care of until tomorrow I'll follow up with you in the morning and give keep keep that feedback going yep, that a lot of res- going. respect how you would expect to be treated 
Audrey, what's your definition? And, you know, you have kind of a special um, history with the company in that you mm-hmm. started in, in that customer service, that CSR role, and getting comfortable with how to deal with customers and communicate information and data entry and those types of things. But your role's changed over the last few years, and now you're in a more HR capacity, which puts you right in front of the drivers. Mm-hmm. So what, what's your definition of that customer service now, having that perspective? Yeah, I do. I have the blessing of being able to see it from both sides of it, from you know being in dispatch, handling customer service, to being in HR um, from the driver's point of view. My mindset would probably be the same, would be to, you know, we're here to, to provide a service. I'm here to help our drivers, which would be, you know, no different than the customers, to provide a service, making sure that um, if they need help with anything on the phone and um, helping that situation and if I don't have the answer if I can't help them at that time I will find who can with the resources that I have or you know be able to get that give them the answer right away or find out and then definitely like kind of what Kim said very important to follow up um, afterwards making sure that they're satisfied just like a customer would you know sure if a driver had to call in for anything um, and try to help them out and if I couldn't find them who could you know okay so do you feel and I guess this is a question for both of you do you feel that um, did you come to Garner with those skill sets already in place Um, obviously we all improve at our job and we get better over time and we learn things and take from others and those types of things but what's your thoughts on that did you come Kim did you come to Garner with you know customer service skills and just I feel like I did because I am a big people pleaser. I want everybody to be happy. Um, I have a friend that calls me a gardener. I'm just a gardener. I'm just taking care of everybody, making sure they have what they need. And, you know, I want everybody to be treated the way I expect to be treated. And and I really feel like I've always had that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have a lot of compassion for people. You know, people call in and they're very upset. I may not be able to fix the way they want it fixed, but just to listen. And Sometimes that can be a bit diffusing yeah. to a situation. You know, and just telling them you understand what's going on. And you'll work to try to, you know, maybe we can't do something today, but I can fix it tomorrow. Sure. So I just feel like I've always had that. What do you think, Audrey? Um, customer side of things yes because i have the experience back in with customer service but from a driver's point of view that was something new to me um i came working here for truck for garner trucking having no experience in the trucking industry whatsoever and the education that i have have had working here has just grown exponentially from you know before and i'm continuing with that um you know when drivers call on the phone and need help like I said for whatever it is um, I've learned that remaining calm talking to them letting them know that hey I'm, I'm in this with them and the, and they're gonna get through this and you know I've, I've done that from you know dispatch side of things as well as human resources sometimes they just need to talk um, and, and it helps and need to be heard and need to be yeah. heard that's the I would say the most important thing that I've learned from working here is listening to what they have to say. Sure, sure. It's a big part of my job. I think um, I think that's probably pretty interesting just in, in terms of, uh, I had mentioned these kind of guidelines and thought processes of, of what we do here at Garner, what, how we try to 
um, put our stamp on things when it comes to customer service. And I stopped in the middle of that list. And ironically, the next one down is supply clear, clear communication. <laughs> uh, speak as your customers do and use positive language. And the second one, be, just beyond this one, help customers help themselves and anticipate their needs. And so uh, that those themes really kind of come throughout that when when you start talking about those things, communication I think for everyone means first and foremost what I what I can broadcast, what I can say, what I can write, you know, what I can send out. But the communications piece also means what are you receiving, how are you listening, what is your tone when you respond. Those types of things really do matter, and they make a difference. I think whether you're on a telephone typing an email uh, if you're in front of the customer you know as our drivers are uh, that's you know that's a situation where they they need to kind of keep some cool too you know um, mm -hmm. what do you believe are the are the items you believe are most important when dealing with customers you know I've kind of given you a, a, a good portion of my list well accurate information make sure that when you get loads that you put them in accurately you you if you have any discrepancy of what they said and what you see come over like on our EDI system you verify you know communication as you said follow up um, uh, you know just being accurate I think that's another big one accuracy yeah that's another good point Audrey any thoughts there no, I, I kind of agree with Kim on that one. Definitely following up accuracy. Um, I would also say um, kind of trying to understand where the customer is coming from, like where, where you kind of sympathize for them, so that way you can kind of get a feel on how to respond to them. Sure, you know? sure. And having like the empathy kind of feel, like, you know, help and being able to help them out you know like I said if they're on the phone and it's whatever the circumstances might be handling the situation however you are receiving that and then responding with that could be it could make the problem even worse or even better just right. from that right so from from the driver's perspective what what do you think uh, our drivers expect in terms of customer service so we've talked a little bit about what we're expecting that are anticipating. Mm -hmm. What do you think the drivers expect of us? Audrey, I'm gonna start with you. Oh, okay. Um, honestly, I, I think they expect us, you know, basically they're like, they're here to do a job. They know that we're here to do a job to take care of them, make sure um, they're getting everything that they're promised that we tell them when they come into Garner, that everything that Mackenzie, the recruiting officer tells them we're following up and living up to that expectations that they have for Garner. Okay. So great answer, Kim. What do you think? You've got a different perspective being in the office every day with 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 operations. Um, uh, one of my big things is if I have a call call from a driver that says one, okay, I'm at this place and they won't let me use the facilities and you know I really got to go and I got to you know having them be treated with respect. I don't want them to go in somewhere where they're treated like second-class citizens. And I address every issue that's told to me about my customers, you know, because they are Garner. They're the face of Garner. So any issue they come with me, I call the customer. I call and say, hey, this is going on. And then I follow back up with a phone call with the driver and say, 
I've talked to them verbally. I've emailed them. This is their response, and I'll read the response that I get because, you know, and well, I and you're try. Still, you're still back to that follow-up piece. Yeah, and I also um, look for opportunities for them if we have a customer that we can drop and hook. That saves so much time. And if we're not dropping and hooking, I will see if we can. We try to do all those opportunities to keep the drivers moving sure. with their clock. So. Sure. What do, what do you think are the differences between that customer that's paying the bill and the driver in terms of customer service? Are there differences? And what would you point out as the differences? And if not, why? I don't think there's differences. My opinion, we all want the same thing. We want respect. You know, we want to do a good job. You know, I just, I think that... The drivers are the face of Garner, so they're just as much as a customer service as a customer wanting good service. I don't know if I've worded that correctly. Yeah, no, I think very well said. The dri- people don't always look at the drivers as a customer, but they are. You know, to me, they're the most Im- one of the most important. The, of course, the other customers are, but the drivers are out there. They're on the front lines. They're the face of Garner. Right. So. I, I think it's interesting. I actually had a conversation with one of our drivers just this morning uh, about some treatment issues when it comes to uh, some customers. Not not all. We have we have some, some outstanding customers that really understand the value of good drivers and, and what that what that value provides for for them in, in terms of transportation and capacity. But um, you do get some some ancillary um, one-off type situations that you get into where uh, drivers just poorly treated, as you pointed out earlier. You know, we get into a situation where we find out we don't have restrooms available, facilities available for a driver. You know, that's basic human human needs type stuff. It's uh, just completely unacceptable. And, uh, you know, we try to react to those situations when we find out about them. Unfortunately, you don't find out about them a lot of times until the driver's in actually in that position and dealing with, you know, such and such who might have had a terrible day, you know. Audrey, what do you think? Customer service, the, the needs the same with the customer or different? I guess um, being in HR, I call me crazy. I feel like maybe like driver's. I, I handle them. I'm with them more uh, for the for that thing that if it wasn't for drivers, I wouldn't have a job. You know, same with the customers. Right. Yes, they're they're here to do a service, but our, our drivers. Um, I I guess personally, I would see them a little more important than a customer. Okay. I mean, I. Well, and I think you've got you've got you've got the balance of both that that are delicate. Yes. Um, you know, certainly from the driver standpoint, it's it, it's a skill. Mm-hmm. set yes and in order to be able to provide that skill set for the customer mm-hmm. who's willing to pay the bills for it you've got you know you've got that dynamic there that both really do need to be Absolutely. comfortable happy getting the answers they need uh, meeting the demands what about what about in terms of failures what um, I, you know I know one of the other things that um, that I've always felt, and I think that we live up to is not making excuses when there is a failure because it, it does happen. Things go on. You, you, you've got to make those corrections. Um, what do you think about that, Kim? I'll, I'll, I guess I defer to you only because, you know, if there's going to be a failure, you're going to be the one that has to deal with it front line, right? Yep. One of the first things I do, I apologize for whatever it is. I kind of just 
you know, even though it's not something that I was directly involved, we're a team here at Garner, and I apologize for whatever it is. I try to figure out how we can correct it. I just don't up to it. You know, they don't want to hear excuses. Okay, our truck was late, and I'm really sorry. I try to be very proactive on stuff like that, but sometimes you, there's a lot of things going on. You miss things, and if I don't tell them, you know, and they ask me, I'm like, oh, I am very sorry. I, I, I should have notified you earlier. I didn't catch it. You know, this is what's going on, and I just state the facts. Mm-hmm. Like um, you taught me when I started here, transparency. You don't have to try to go and remember fibs if you tell the truth. Right. So. Well, and on top of that, I think the other side of that, and probably what's most important is we can all acknowledge, I think most of our customers are are understanding if there is a failure. It's more important about what are we going to do about it? Mm -hmm. You know, how are we going to solve that? How are we going to, how are we going to fix that situation? And I think that's where, um, that's where the success really is when you get into those situations. What about for you, Audrey, from, from your standpoint, you, you know, avoid making excuses. That's a high priority on my list. I think people see right through that stuff. I think even sometimes when you're telling the, the, the absolute tr- truth, you know, you'll get an individual that wants to debunk the factual nature of the truth. There's, there might be, yeah, there might be like, you know, those, those individuals, but I think kind of like what Kim had said, uh, definitely like apologizing and trying to fix the situation. So it doesn't happen again. Right. Right. You know, that's, that's the main thing is like, look, you know, being honest upfront, apologizing and being sincere when you mean it and mm-hmm. don't sound like it's like, um, uh, like a, a recording and you're just like you know monotone saying right it. i'm yeah. sorry yeah i'm sorry this won't happen again you yeah know. <laughs> well i think you bring up a good point because you do have that immediate situation that you've got to ad- address and acknowledge mm-hmm. here is the failure we want to notify you that here's what we're going to do to fix it for you specifically whether it is a driver or a customer but then the third piece to that is your point long term well, how are we going to fix this so this doesn't happen again? Mm-hmm. And I think that has real value, too. And that's through my journey. Uh, that's one of the big things that I learned very early on in uh, my time in sales was exactly that. You get to this point where, okay, that's fine. You had this problem. You solved it for me right now. But what are you going to do to prevent that in the future? And it's looking at those root causes to, to, try and, to really try and provide better customer service ultimately and, and, and better the organization through that. Um, I also had some notes on, on, um, how to close a conversation, provide clear and concise responses. Um, the closing of the conversation, I think, you know, that's, it's one thing when you start talking about the sales effort, uh, that's always the, you know, one of the main things that you want to make sure you do is you, you make the ask, you make that close and finish that conversation. But What's interesting about the closing a conversation is making sure in a, in a customer service aspect that you are handling the needs directly. That you've, number one, you've heard the problem or you've addressed the problem. You understood what the perspective is of the customer or the driver and that you've brought that matter to a close and you're getting agreement on the other side of that. So that if you made the miss, didn't hear something, didn't understand something, you can fix that. What, what are your thoughts on that, that whole thought process, Kim? I try when I have a conversation with somebody because 
you know, I, I have a really good relationship, I feel, with the customers. So sometimes we get off on a tangent. But at the end of the conversation, I'll say, okay, just to confirm, so I got this right. You know, this is what we have agreed upon. So I know for sure that is what. And and as for, like, if there was an issue, after I hang up, I turn around and I say to the guys, hey, you know, I was just on the phone to such and such. This is what they're upset about. This is what I told them we could do. If it's something that a driver done had done something, um, the manager will call them and just you know review things with them. So it's a lot of repeating. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's making sure everybody's on the same page. Mm-hmm. I think Audrey, that's probably true with the HR side of things as yes, well. Yes, that was it was funny because you you said that repeat the word, and I was like, that's the main thing is like you know I have the drivers that will call in and and have the issue and stuff, and you get. Uh, my side it's more like um you get kind of like friendly with them so like you can do like a warm send-off and actually a lot of the things that i say to the drivers what i'll say is uh you know before i'm closing i'll say um drive safe out there and nine times out of ten i'll have a driver be like well i will but i can't promise the crazies out there and i'm like oh yeah stay away from the crazies we have some in the office too like <laughs> do, give off like a funny warm send-off humor works <laughs> sure i'll buy that i'll so, buy that repeating it um also the the problem fixing the problem but also being able to humanize the closing of the the problem so 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 what are the things that you look for audrey let's say you go to the store you're making a purchase um, you're calling a customer service line. You've got a problem, let's say, with your cable or your, you know, something. Um, what's your expectation? What, what do you expect as the customer? My expectation is to help fix the problem, solve it, and I'm hoping that they're going to talk to me and treat me with respect, just as I would over the phone to them. You know, because I, you know, if if there's a situation. Immediately, you know, my emotion of anger and ah, you know, is going to is going to come out, but then I have to tell myself, you know, count backwards from 10 and calm down and be kind to that person and hopefully they understand where I'm coming from so they can fix that problem back. Okay. So all right. Kim, do you have the same approach? Uh, yeah, sometimes I'm not so good at holding my temper, and I will get on the phone and say, I want to apologize right now because I do customer service, and I know this isn't your fault, and you just work for this company, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's really holding your cool. You know, yeah. I just respect Respect me. I tried to call a company last night, and they're like, your whole time is 25 minutes. Really? I'm the most important person on your list per your message, and I'm 25? So, you know, practice what you preach. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know that um, I feel it is easier to both your points. It's a little easier to be the aggressor <laughs> when, you're, when you're in a situation where you're feeling mistreated. And I think you know, being in customer service for both of you, you can agree that sometimes you end up being on the receiving end of that, you know, from the, from the customer service mm-hmm. standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim, what's it like working with our customers? Rewarding but challenging because, uh, you know, every customer is so different. I have some customers that send over the load and they're happy-go-lucky. You don't hear anything from them unless something goes wrong. And I have customers that want to know when you pick it up and ETA, (laughs) where they're at an hour ago. And so there's a lot of diversity in what they expect. Sure. So knowing the little intricates in and out helps. You know, I know if I'm off a day, Rex will come back and say, oh, my goodness, all these people have this and this to do. And 
you know, it's hard to do everything for everyone. So since I do it quite a bit, I I just kind of know their ins and outs. Okay. What about from your end, Audrey? I think the word I would have to say would be interesting. <laughs> interesting? Yes. The okay. word interesting because every day is an adventure and you really don't know what you're going to get yourself into. So it's an interesting. <laughs> well, that's fair. I think that's very, very fair. fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that, you know, for those of us that have been, have the sickness and have decided to make a career in trucking, that is part of the... Um, quite frankly, that's part of the sexiness of it is that it's going to be something weird is going to happen mm-hmm. today. There is going to be something that goes on that you have not encountered. Yes. And I, you know, I can say after my short time in trucking, it's been, it's been absolutely true. These each day is an adventure. And I, that's what I like about it. I think that's what brings people coming back. It's what keeps a smile on everybody's face after they had a frown the day before. Right. I go in the first thing out of my mouth is, okay, what issues do we got this morning? <laughs> and they'll go down a list. Well, well not <laughs> always though because so, i've been in that office sometimes in the morning where we've just got nothing that's yeah cooking, which that's, is amazing and yeah. wonderful yeah that's a, that's a that's a real blessing when those when those things happen the the final item i had on my list was monitoring customer feedback and paying respect to the customer complaints and and registering those and remembering those and it really kind of falls suit with what audrey said in terms of um, you know, but having that having that long term solution, right? Mm-hmm. That that's from that feedback that we get that stuff. Audrey, what would you say in terms of the feedback? What do you use? What tools do you have? What what things do you do that either document or remember feedback on on a situation from a driver's perspective? From a driver's perspective, yeah. Um, I have like a might be old school, but I have like a notepad, um, notebook. Um, I, I think I always say over communicate and I do the same thing where in HR where I email, um, I make a checklist, um, I, I have post-it notes all over, like it's it's mm-hmm. everywhere in multiple places, documenting everything, having it there, text messaging. Um, all of it. I know, I know we do um, we do uh, driver surveys for a lot of different mm-hmm. things throughout the course of the year, and that really that piece is is about customer service as well. Um, we just actually just sent one out. We started doing town hall meetings about a year ago, and mm-hmm. you know we don't want to inundate people with a bunch of questions and you know stuff that nobody's ever going to get back to you on, right? You just want to know the information. Yes, that's most important. Um, but I think even in doing that, I've noticed this past year with all the webinars and stuff that you get on, you close out the webinar, what happens? The first thing you've got is a questionnaire asking you about those types of things. In essence, again, another customer feedback. Kim, we don't do a whole lot of that from from the from the customer side of things. Um, is that an area you could see exploring in the future? Yeah, but I do randomly just pick a customer couple times a month and say um, just wanted to see how I'm doing how can I improve my service of course they usually say I'm fabulous but you know (laughs) I still ask but yeah I try to get their feedback because I want to do a good job and if I'm not knowing that I'm doing something wrong how can I fix it exactly so you know I just randomly pick a couple and say hey how how's our service been going have you had any issues with drivers and 
you know, we could do that by mail. We could do, you know, whatever. But I, I do do that. Sure. Well, and I, I think that personal touch makes a big difference as well. And we're certainly the size that that's a still an attractive piece for the customers that do business with us, that we, we do know them by name. We do know who we're dealing with, both on the driver's side and on the on the customer side. And I think that's very important. Um, I, I did find an interesting article on, on truck drivers and their part in, you know, their role with customer service and the standards uh, really are very similar to what we do mm-hmm. on, on the other side of the coin. They're are at least, if not similar, they're in line. And, um, you know, it starts with that a good professional greeting. When we're answering the phones here, we're saying, Garner, Garner Trucking, here's who I am. How may I help you? Um, it, you know, for, for the driver and hopefully for our staff, it does include cleanliness and it does include good hygiene, but, but um, <laughs> it, especially face-to-face, we want to make sure we're putting on the best face possible for that, for that customer. Timely communication, the ability to deal with difficult people at some times, again, same thing internally, and they do come up against that stuff out on the road. Um, but just as important as all that, and I think both of you are pretty exceptional with this, is the organizational skills, you know, the, the filing of paperwork and logs, planning routes. Um, you've got, you know, not only the planning, route planning in terms of the roads they're going to use, but the amount of time it's going to take. All of this steps back to that customer service, you know, the amount of time they're going to take for breaks, food stops, all these things. Um, do you feel that a driver's portion of customer service does differ from yours? I, I, I really don't because they may do it in a different way, but I feel like they do the same thing as me. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's an issue, they address it with us so we can help. And I've had people come out and apologize to drivers and say, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just having a really bad day. And that's another good thing that the customers address it too at the time. So, you know... I, I don't think there's a big difference. I th- If anything, I think the drivers are more in tune to the customer service. Okay. Just my opinion. Audrey, you're into things? I think I would have to agree. I think that um, for the most part, uh, something that I ask, like when we hire new drivers, I kind of try to get a feel to are you going to be one of those individuals that comes to us for problems because of our open-door policy and, and let us know what's going on then as it's happening not like two weeks down the road where it's like oh yeah by the way this happened like and a lot of times they'll be like oh i'm you know i gotta keep stuff to myself i'm like well no we we have to know what's going on to help you with that and they're like you know they confrontation a a lot of them i've noticed they don't like that confrontation so if they're being there is an issue at the customer i can't see somebody being disrespectful or or rude um they would probably you know call us or come to us immediately to, and to handle that to handle situation. situation and I, I think that's probably true for the most part as well mm-hmm. and that's really not you know we didn't put them in that position to, no. to have to deal with those types of things and it's an unfortunate yeah. side effect as rare as it as it is you know again we have a good a really solid bank of customers that, mm-hmm. that take very good care of us and very good care of the drivers but you do get those one-off loads and those one-off yeah. situations where it's we're in somewhere where we're not familiar with and we get into a problem like that well, we've had customers where they have just been consistently abusive to the driver that sherry just said mm, 
No. Yeah, we, we just, just turn it need, off. We mm-hmm. don't need to do our drivers yeah. don't deserve that. So yeah. that's yeah. good to have an owner like that. Yeah, well, I agree. And I, I think that falls back to that whole all the way down type of attitude, you know, that, yeah. that, that exudes through the entire company that if we find a problem area, we're going to address it. And if we can't get it fixed, then we'll have to fix it another way. And I think that's I think that's good. That means that you're standing behind your people at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you feel is most important about the job of customer service? What what is what what's the one thing that everybody needs to know? Treat everybody how you expect to be treated. Plain did, and simple. Did she take yours? She did. I was like, <laughs> literally, like, your mind, like, you're saying everything that I want to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, if you expect to be treated kind on a phone because you didn't get proper service, everybody needs to be treated that way. I everybody. Agree. I think that's well said. Well, ladies, I'd like to thank you both for spending some time with me today and talking about what I think is probably one of the most important topics here, be it our drivers and our customers, because they do make the world go round for us. Mm-hmm. I'd like yep. to thank everyone who's listening today and welcome you all back to the next time that we get together on Garner Trucking's Beyond the Cab. <laughs> <laughs>